You're listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 80, Instagram for Actors, a Q&A with host Maggie Barra. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? This is Maggie Vera, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, then welcome. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic or join our Facebook group, The Actor Aesthetic Tribe. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Stuck at home in quarantine mode? Yeah, same here. But you can get ahead of the game right now by checking out my ebook, Marketing 101 for Actors An Actor's Guide to Successful Branding. I'm taking you step by step through the most important marketing strategies and branding techniques you need in order to succeed as an actor in 2020. I'm talking headshots, resumes, postcards, audition material, websites, and of course, social media. Go to actoraesthetic.com forward slash marketing to grab your copy today. Hello, lovely friends. It is Maggie. Thank you for joining us again this week. It is now April 13th, 2020. Holy cow. We have been in a month or so now of quarantine, which means that a lot of you are probably finding yourselves worried about maintaining your health and the health of your families, anxious about your futures. I know some of you are listening right now and you are probably going into college auditions in this upcoming year, or maybe you're going to college in the fall for the first time. I know some of you today are in high school and college and transitioning to Zoom now for online classes and Google Classroom and all of those fun technology things. It's hard during this time of our lives to feel productive because when it comes to our theater industry, one thing I know for certain is that we can't show up physically. So we can't show up physically to auditions. We can't show up physically to dance class or physically to a voice lesson. And we certainly can't show up physically to see a Broadway show or perform in a show, let alone. But When you're ready to take the next step, I encourage you to focus on what you have control over right now. And if you have access to the internet and you have access to social media, then you can start to control your online presence. We're in a weird time right now where... Honestly, the only way that we can connect with others is phone calls, video chats, the internet, and social media. So today, I want to focus on social media and more specifically, Instagram. More than ever, casting directors and creatives alike are surfing social media platforms to find fresh talent and to learn a little bit more about you. 
Here's why. When a casting director, producer, or writer considers you for a project, they do what everyone does. They go to Google and type in your name. And because social media profiles often appear first in the results, you'll want to make sure your social media accounts right now are as catered to your brand as your website is, if you have one. You want your social media accounts to act as a representation of the overall vibe, voice, and personality of you. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, with social media basically running the world right now as we know it, lots of you ask which platforms actors should be on. Well, when I created Actor Aesthetic in 2017 as part of an assignment, I was in my final semester at Texas State University where I was earning my BFA in musical theater, and I needed a few more hours of class. So two courses piqued my interest, the history of mass media, and digital and online media. I learned how media was created and consumed through newspapers and then transformed through the years to radio, television, and eventually the internet and social media, which brings me here today. I picked up incredibly useful tricks of the trade when it came to social media. I learned firsthand how the different platforms worked. I learned what sells and what doesn't. And Honestly, I learned how to take advantage of social media, especially as an artist. Social media is just an invitation to your world. It starts with showing up and sharing your authentic story. So for today's episode, I'm going to be answering your questions about Instagram. Instagram is by far my favorite social media platform. I absolutely love it because it is totally photo-oriented. It's so much fun to look at and scroll through and to get creative with. I held a poll on my Instagram story the other day asking what you guys want to know more about when it comes to Instagram. Many of you asked me, should actors have multiple Instagram accounts? The short answer is no. One account is just fine. Here's why. Whatever you put on the internet, you'd better make sure you'd be okay with a casting director, creative, or fellow actor coming across. Having a quote-unquote Finstagram, right? And for those of you millennials that don't know what I'm talking about, fake Instagram account, Finstagram. Having a Finstagram only visible to a small group of friends may seem harmless, but anyone can screenshot or screen record an inappropriate post. You never know who might come across it. Also, some creatives like keeping up with you. It's helpful for them to see what you're up to, where you are, etc. Yes, safety should be your number one priority. Don't go telling people on the internet exactly where you are at every given moment. But by having two accounts, you may be missing out on opportunities if casting looks at your public Instagram and it's not updated because you've been posting on your private account. It actually muddies things for you and it makes it more difficult to take control of when you have two Instagram accounts, like one public and one private one just for your family. Finally, creatives also want to see your authentic self. A lot of actors 
also have private social media accounts with limited visibility so only their friends can interact and see what they're posting. But even those channels can help inform a casting director or creative team's decision to cast you or even just have you in for an audition. Because your social media helps tell your truth. It helps casting directors learn a little bit more about you. If you're only posting pretty beautiful photos on your Instagram or perfect vocal performances or dance videos of you on your Instagram and you're not really showing your true self occasionally, then you might be missing out. Again, your social media helps tell your truth. And when you separate the two, when you separate, when you have a public account and a private account, you are separating two very important parts of you, the human form of you and the artist form of you. And those two should coincide. Similarly, I received a question, a really good one, that said, should I start a new one or revamp my personal account? I think this is just a personal preference. It might be more difficult to revamp your old account, especially if you've had it for a while, but there are certain ways that you can do that. If you're interested in revamping your account, you can Honestly, take a good look through your old posts. You don't even need to delete them. You can just archive them so you still have them in your availability. You can still look at them on your own time. And those are private only to you when you archive those posts. If you decide to start a new Instagram account, it might feel like a nice clean slate. You can start over fresh. But you are losing a lot of the followers that you probably already had. You might be losing a lot of the connections that you probably had on social media with your old account. My opinion is to just revamp your personal account. Make sure that it is appropriate to your career, but is also showing your authentic self at the same time. Find a happy medium there. I'll tell you a brief story of why I created a brand new account. So back in the day in college, I had the Instagram account at Maggie Barra. And that was my Instagram account that I had had for years. And I wasn't posting so much professionally as I was just posting things about um, my time at college and my friends. Occasionally, I would post Instagram photos of me performing. But, you know, it was just sort of just a fun thing to do. I wasn't really considering anything of it to be business oriented. But when I started taking my other courses on blogging and I had to create a blog for one of my classes, I was also expected to create a social media account to go with it. So I created at Actor Aesthetic and I was running both at Maggie Barra and that was a private account, and also at Actor Aesthetic, which was a public account. And for me, what I noticed was my life coincided with my blog so much that I just stopped using my old personal account, Maggie Barra. It was just, one, too hard to consistently post on both pages that I eventually let go of Maggie Barra. I mean, it's still there and I can see all of my posts from back in the day and it's nice and nostalgic, but Actor Aesthetic now has become much more professionally oriented 
where I am posting more about my day-to-day life as a blogger and podcaster and also more importantly as an actor. And I try to be as real on there as possible. I mean, yes, I keep to a nice color palette. That's just like my own personal preference. I like to edit all of my photos the same. I use Lightroom, which is an excellent app. It's like the form of Photoshop, but you can use it on your phone and it's free. I created my own presets, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about those in upcoming podcast episodes. But the gist is, is that I found that having one account where I posted all of me on was most beneficial. This next question from one of my dear followers is awesome. Aileen asks, what's better to link in your bio? Website, YouTube, or other socials? So when you have an account that has under 10,000 followers, as of recording this podcast, I'm about like, I don't know, 9,000 something. I still don't even have 10,000 myself. Hopefully I'll achieve that pretty soon. But when you have an account that's under 10,000 followers on Instagram, what happens is you can only link one link in your bio on your Instagram account. When you reach the 10,000 followers mark, you can start to link to other websites, social media accounts, podcast episodes, whatever, within your Instagram stories. And that's been a really cool feature, but of course, only available to businesses and brands and influencers that have higher than 10,000 followers. So that leaves the rest of us to only be able to link one thing in our Instagram bio. My honest opinion is to link to your website. Now, if you have a website, you can literally put all of the things into that page, right? You are putting in your resume, your headshots, production photos. You can link to other social media accounts that you have. You can link to YouTube videos that you've made. Your website is something that you can control 100% by putting in all of the information about you into one place on the internet. So that's why I think that it's most important to link your website in your Instagram bio. This next question that I get from listeners and followers is how often should you be posting on Instagram? I have done a lot of research on this, and the honest truth is that there is no magic formula for deciding how often to post on social media, especially Instagram. And that's just because what works for one person is not going to work for another. So instead of seeking a magic formula, let's focus on these proven posting strategies. Number one, Posting consistency is more important than posting frequency. And number two, content quality is way more important than content quantity. So let's talk about the first one. Aim for consistency, not frequency. Whenever you search for this information online from different bloggers that say there are a certain amount of times you should be posting per week, per month, etc., that information is skewed. When someone says, for example, for best results on Instagram, post once a day between 1 and 4 p.m., that's crazy and ambiguous because think about it. Does that mean 1 p.m. New York or 1 p.m. Houston? or 1 p.m. Sydney, or 1 p.m. London. And to add to that, now that Instagram has changed its algorithm where once 
you were seeing posts show up on your feed in chronological order, now the Instagram algorithm is optimizing your feed to show you content that you're most likely to be interested in. So guess what that means? It doesn't matter what time you're posting or how often you're posting. So a better alternative to all of this is to aim for consistency when posting on social media. Create a plan and stick to it. For example, if you decide that your social media post frequency should be, I don't know, once a day on Instagram or once every few days on Instagram, you know that you need to create or curate content to fill that schedule. Your audience will also know that they can visit your page at any given time and expect a certain amount more of posts every 24 hours or 72 hours or every week, right? Ever since that Instagram algorithm changed our feeds to show posts based on our engagement rather than chronological order, it's actually reduced the chances of your content being pushed to someone's feed. You need to start getting people to come to you. So when you're posting consistently and more importantly, when you're posting quality, that's how you can attract more followers, more engagement, etc. Which brings me to my next point, quality is better than quantity. There's only one thing worse than not posting on Instagram, and that's posting something completely pointless. There's really no point in posting something just to fill a slot in your schedule, right? If you post poor quality content, you're more likely to lose followers. And when you think about that in a business sense, it's the same in real life. If a business starts putting out crappy products because they're in a time crunch and they need to start putting out products because they want to fill a void or fulfill a timeline, they will lose customers. So the more relevant and timely your content is, the more value and engagement you can generate. This is a great segue to my next question that I received over the weekend, and it's, does number of followers really matter? Or is putting good content out there enough? Well, let's talk about this in terms of the theater industry. I have spoken to a couple of casting directors. I've done research on casting directors. I've sat in the room with casting directors. And I can tell you that for the most part, the number of followers doesn't matter. There are special cases where it does. This often has to do with shows that are in development that might need an extra boost of popularity. So if a show decides to cast someone who is more popular on the internet, they will in turn most likely bring more popularity and engagement to the show. That is just a given. Think about it in terms of the movie and film industry. When you start to see the same people in certain movies, starring in certain movies, it makes sense because those people tend to draw certain crowds to the theaters to watch these movies. And to boot, if they're incredibly talented, which they usually are, that helps the movie even more. But let's bring it back to the theater industry for a second. If you're an actor, try to put yourself in the mind and shoes of a casting director or creative behind the table at auditions. Well, the casting director wants to bring in the people most qualified for the role. 
and the creative team wants to cast the people most qualified and right for the role. If it's down between two actors, maybe they look to social media popularity. But what matters most, again, is that you're qualified to perform the role to the best of your ability, and the team likes you and wants to work with you. We will never know for sure what goes on behind the table unless we're physically there. So we will never know for sure if something like the number of followers on your Instagram account is really going to make that big of a difference. Because theater is so subjective, so we know a lot of times there are a million people that are qualified for the role that the creative team feels comfortable to work with. But there are just so few spots available. There are so few roles to fill. So to answer the question, does number of followers really matter or is putting good content out there enough? In my honest opinion, I think putting good content out there is enough. How you determine good content is going to be different from the next actor. And it's also going to be unique to you because good content is often authentic. Here are a few examples of good content that you can post that is related to our theater industry. Videos or pictures of you performing in shows. Your new headshot stills. Maybe a video of you performing a special skill, like uh, an acrobatic trick or playing an instrument. Videos or pictures of you performing choreography or updates of new bookings that you've achieved. Maybe you booked a role on a TV series. Maybe you booked a role in a brand new musical. Maybe you're starring in a cabaret. You can also update the Instagram world on the classes that you're taking, share pictures of the plays that you're reading. Honestly, anything and everything that has to do with your craft and the theater industry. But that's not all. That's fantastic, and you should certainly be sharing that. And if I had to give you a number, I would say something like 70 to 30%. So 70% good quality performance videos, headshots, special skills, bookings, all of that stuff. And then 30% authenticity, who you really are. You can actually demonstrate authenticity on your Instagram in a few ways. Number one, you can do it through your Instagram bio. Remember, your bio doesn't have to say actor, singer, dancer, based in whatever city you're located. Yes, it should tell us what you do, but it can also showcase your personality as well. Are you funny? Tell a joke. What Hogwarts house are you in? Are you a sports fan? Reader? Gamer? Are you also an artist? You can use your bio to simply showcase the other parts of yourself that are just as important as your talents as a singer, dancer, or actor. You can also demonstrate your authenticity in your Instagram captions. I actually love reading long captions, especially if they pique my interest at the very beginning of them. Sometimes I notice actors and brands and businesses getting more engagement on posts where they share a story in their caption or something witty. Instagram is a really beautiful medium for pictures, but you can also add some flair in your Instagram captions. If you want to keep your Instagram feed professional, that's fine. But if you want to have some fun in your Instagram stories, 
do so. Instagram stories only appear on people's feeds for 24 hours. After that time is up, the story goes away unless you decide to share the story to your Instagram highlights, which shows up on your actual profile. People are craving authenticity. That whole curated and perfectly styled thing had a place at one point in Instagram, but it is really turning to real life these days. Again, casting directors want to know more about you. Yes, they want to see performance videos. Yes, they want to see what you do and how you do it and how well you do it. But don't be afraid to share what makes you uniquely you. If you have a puppy and you freaking love that dog so much, share the puppy with the world. Give the people what they want. If you have awkward outtakes from self-tapes, if you have those cute little self-tape blooper reels, share them. They're hilarious. They're funny. They are relatable. My point being, Pretty much everyone in this industry is extremely talented. It's super oversaturated. If you listen to my episode with Michael Cassera of Michael Cassera Casting, you know that he preached about how oversaturated the theater industry is right now. So how do you stand out? Well, by being you. Not trying to be what you think the industry wants you to be. Social media rocks, but it is the real-life moments that matter. Now, there is a point where you have to stop and really think about what you're posting before you post it. Because remember, as I said earlier, if you have decided to set your account to public, make sure you are carefully choosing what you do, share, and say on social media. Authenticity is great and it's beautiful, but here are a few things to avoid that can hurt more than help your career as a performer. Number one, negativity. Avoid sharing endless rants about your day on social feeds. Though at the moment it might seem harmless, sharing negativity online can make you seem stuffy and unapproachable. It's okay to be honest on social media, just as long as you're keeping things light and positive. Number two, stay away from profanity. Keep it clean. You don't want to hurt your chances of working for a company, for example, Disney, simply because you have inappropriate content on your social media. You never know who's watching. Number three, illegal content. Be careful with this. Sharing illegal content that's substance-related is definitely a no-go, especially in our career. And finally, number four, offensive content. Opinions about certain productions, theaters, and industry professionals should be kept private. I repeat, private. Sharing this type of information in the audition room, let alone online, can seriously hurt your reputation among other creatives. If you want to know about business accounts, hashtags, how to increase your reach on social media, and more, make sure you are signed up to the Actor Aesthetic email list. I am getting ready to launch my next ebook, Instagram for Actors, and I don't want you to miss out. So go to actoraesthetic.com slash 
Instagram to learn more about Launch Day and how you can get your hands on a copy of the book. Love and light to each and every one of you. If you are struggling, if you need help, please do not hesitate to reach out. The theater community is there for you. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this period together. Thanks for joining me. See you next time. If you've enjoyed today's episode and you found it helpful, I would love it if you could screenshot it, tag at Actor Aesthetic, and share it to your Instagram stories so that I can see who is following along with me there. If you haven't already, please be sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and also hit that subscribe button so that you can join me every single week for a brand new episode of the Actor Aesthetic podcast. Until then, this is Maggie Barra signing off. It takes a village. I'll see you next week.